on me, sizzle me and brown me. You hound me, you pound me, swimming and you drown me. You bound me, astound me, more or less confound me. You ground me, unwound me, you turn me into clown meat. You showed me how to see more than I used to see. I still can't see it all. I showed you that there's magic in go Tom Carosa. Okay, now let's have a little of uh, a promotional by Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> it's kind of fun and interesting. They used to make these little shorts that would run in the front of a film, in the front of a movie, or I guess they, you know, wanted to keep you in the theater as long as possible buying popcorn. I don't know what their thing was, but uh, even as an audio, it's kind of cute and funny. Okay, here we go, Laurel. <laughs> You mugs. Uh, I mean, gentlemen. Well, well, it's Lauren Hardy, as if I didn't know. Hello, boys. This is Pete Smith, as if you didn't know. Say, I'd like your help here for a minute. Do you mind? No, of course not. I just want you lads to show the audience how much wood the average person toasts. Wood. Got any? No, like most guys, you don't realize how many articles made of wood products you carry around. For instance, that newspaper. Yup, that newspaper is largely made of trees, wood pulp. Of course, most people know that, but many people don't know that a lot of other objects come from a wood base. Take Stan's glasses. 
The rims are plastic. About 60% of plastic is wood flour. Powdered wood, my friends. Got a fountain pen? Just as I thought. Plastic barrel. Okay, gents. Anything else in your pocket? Be careful of fish hooks, Stan. A billfold. Imitation leather made with cellulose acetate. A wood product. Uh-oh, what's up? Why, Mr. Laurel. Oh, sure, your wife, of course. Anyway, they're rayon, another wood product. Well, what else, boys? A cigarette case? A plastic. Also, a cigarette holder. More plastic. Any more wood, my lad? No, but there's wood in his hat. The sweatband. Right, more imitation leather. A new spring hat, eh? Ouch. More? Yup. A pipe, the bowl of which is wood. The stem, plastic. Book matches. These matches are wood pulp. So is the cover. It's amazing the amount of wood we use. Ain't it the truth? And now a pen knife. The handle, plastic. Let's see what's in the suitcase, boys. The suitcase, do you mind? That's it. Let's see what we have here. Any slippers? Yes, here we are. They're real leather like your shoes and belt, but tanned and made durable by tan bark from the forest. Then, too, the counters and insoles are wood fiber. Okay, Ollie, let's proceed. Wood in bottles? Well, hardy. Uh, hardly. No pun intended. Anyway, witch hazel and cascara are just two of several hundred drugs and remedies from trees. Next, an imitation leather toilet case. Mirror with plastic back. Brush back is plastic. Bristles of both brushes are cellulose plastic. This bottle top is plastic. So is soap container. Bath sponge is cellulose plastic, and I'm not at all surprised. Hey, Stan, what else you got? Come, come, fellas, don't tell me you're running out of plastics. Let's take a look at some more of your junk. Ah, uh, I mean your nice things. Ah, oh, a razor. Handle as plastic as our most electric shavers. Ouch! That blade ain't no plastic, bub. And now, writing paper. Scratch pad. Envelopes. And book. All wood pulp, kitty. Pajamas are rayon, and rayon is a wood product, remember? Hey, what you got there, chum? Oh, sure, say. More rayon. But damn, such color. <laughs> and now, a shirt. Tie. And socks. All rayon. Say, the suitcase. Yup, even that's made out of laminated wood covered with canvas. And it's a good thing these lads didn't come around here with a trunk. We'd be here for days. Oh, boys, you can go now. Goodbye, Stan. So long, Oliver. And thanks very much, guys. Darn nice of you to help. Hey! Oh, well, they need exercise anyway. Goodbye now. And thanks to you, Pete Smith. This is Lee Vickers carrying on. Well, Laurel and Hardy little realized the importance of wood to their daily lives. And I wonder if most of us know just how important forests and research are to the winning of this war. 
The answer may be found at Madison, Wisconsin, where the United States Forest Service maintains its forest products laboratory. Here, for years, has been carried on a broad program of research to increase uses of forest products and find new uses for waste materials. Here's where they figuratively put the tree in a test tube.
Well, these are the people who came in late. Now you're going to be picked on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. i sorry. We got a punishment here. We don't say no lateness. You buy eight drinks now. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're really here for. Me. Me. Yes, Lombardo. You're probably wondering what kind of woman I am. I'll share it with you. I'm a new age woman. Yes. Every time someone asks my age, I give them a new one. <laughs> how old would you like me to be? That's how old I am. Oh, you guessed wrong. Too far up. Too far up. Yes, yes, I am. I'm a mother of two. Just so you know, mother of two. You guessed it. One's my husband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's very sweet. Uh, you know, I met my husband the old-fashioned way. He followed me home, so I kept him. <laughs> He's just so cute. I hate to shop, so I didn't return him. <laughs> you know, I just kept him there, and it's just so... He's, he's sweet, he's sweet. He says, look at that, you know, it's a man thing. But it's, it's great, you know, I got all this testosterone running around my house. I'm not actually a housewife, by the way. I'm a migrant farmer. I am, because this is how I spend my days. <laughs> because the farthest distance from two points is a man's underwear and the hamper. It can't get in there. It can be over something, under something, in between something. It can't be in there because why? Men are born without the ability to bend over. <laughs> I can't read this. I don't want you sticky old press and you giving me up about the tea bag. 
the tea bag, and you would know because it was like a trick question if you wanted tea. You know, you wanted tea? I don't know. Is that one from World War Two? <laughs> I don't know if I want tea that bad. And then, you know, no Italian grandmother would be complete without that large Italian purse that they always carry. Do you know why grandmothers carry those purses, Italian grandmothers? Why? For the bread. For the bread. <laughs> you go to a wedding. You're not even seated. They're like. <laughs> grandma, Grandma, put those rolls back. Put those rolls back. Why? They're just going to throw them away anyway. Yeah, but let them serve it first. Land of hurricane, sugar cane, and don't complain, don't explain. <laughs> she was a terrible cook, burnt everything, now it's called Cajun. <laughs> she could speak two languages at the same time. Growing up, I had no idea what my mother was saying. She would turn to me and just start screaming. Lisa! know them as, or glitches, I should call them. to these glitches. It's going to save your life. Mira, the cork doesn't fall far from the bottle. You got to take the bees with the honey. Every clown has a silver lining. My head hurts. What did you say? She was crazy that way. She was oblivious to racism. We lived in the, she moved us from the capital of Puerto Rico, New York City, <laughs> to South Florida because they had an accent, she had an accent. It all worked out. So one day my mother comes home, she goes, Nancy, mira, I was in the store, so excited. I heard there's a Spanish family on our block, but I have been driving around for hours and hours. I can't find them. Mom, we're the Spanish family. <laughs> She's giving me good advice about finding a husband. She's a nasty mira. A man is like a chew. Pick out a good one, break it in, and stay away from the cheap ones. They never last. <laughs> so I married a Gucci lover with a cushion soul. <laughs> Together we have a man child. His name is Michael. His Cherokee name is Runs with Scissors. <laughs> I'll never forget the time he asked me with his little honest eyes, Mommy, where did babies come from? And I wanted to be absolutely honest, so I looked into his eyes and I said, well, honey, in your case, they come from absolute vodka. <laughs> I didn't want him to be misinformed like I was when I was little, because I had really curly hair, and my mom would brush it, and I'd go, ow, ow, and she'd go, well, young lady, if you think that hurts, how do you expect to have a baby? For the longest time until I read that little pink book, Why Jane Can't Go Swimming Today, I thought, <laughs> I thought having your hair brushed had something to do with having a baby. Italian grandmothers. I love, I love Italian grandmothers. Uh, what do 60 minutes and an Italian grandmother have in common? <laughs> you know, we didn't rehearse, by the way. Just so you know that this is great. This kid is just, oh, Chris, can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play that? You want to uh, you want to try something else, Chris? That other thing that we did for yours? Yeah. All right. You feeling poetic? Feeling poetic. Okay. Feeling poetic. Let's get a little little uh, you know little Kerouac here. You ready? <laughs> I once dreamed 
being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. <laughs> now, what this meant, I'll never know. But I do know if I told anybody, I'd be labeled a lunatic and labeled wrongly unless it's for the public good. Let's say you're at a party. And you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they do in Wild Kingdom. Wacko. Loser. You talk friendly. That would really be good. But not too friendly like the guys in the office. Or your boss is really nice. Except in an earthquake you'd really be thinking he's old. He's slow. I can beat him to the door, Jam. Oh, yeah. L.A.'s a jammed up situation. I have enough faults I wouldn't purposely build my home over one. The one time I was not even enough to think that generic food was for the elderly. It made sense to me at the time. All those big black and white labels. <laughs> from Momedy, uh, checking it out at Momedy. We'll be down to our last three minutes. And another reminder, my books are available on Amazon. A great idea and a great gift. Okay. Yes, for the upcoming holidays. What do we got here? Uh, let's see. I just saw it and lost it at the same time. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is dedicated to working women everywhere. Today's well-dressed working woman is expected to balance her hectic business schedule with her equally busy social itineraries. A Fortune 500 Dynamo one moment, a charming corporate hostess the next. In a company-eat-company world, any advantage she can gain over her male peers is important. The office is not the only business battleground. It is well known that many victories take place in the corporate social arena. Today's socially savvy warrior must utilize all her mental and physical resources. It's not enough to just know the proper table etiquette. She must also know the current trends, such as what power colors to wear after six 
and who to talk to and who to ignore. She must be alert and on her toes to gain any advantage over her business peers, no matter how unusual the client's request. In some extreme circumstances, she may even be called upon to dance the Lombada! When dancing the corporate Lombada, there are rules one must follow. Rule one, make contact with your partner. Rule two, lead without leading. Remember, a merger is more fun when you have inside information. Rule three, dance to win. And step and step and hit and hit and clench, headlock and dominate. Thank you again. Big kiss. Bye-bye.